0: Hey, good morning, friends. Welcome to church. Welcome to the live stream. My name is Haley Tollefson. For those of you that don't know me, I am the kids pastor here at our Oakville campus. So it is an honor and a privilege getting to be here with you this morning and sharing God's word, what I feel like he's placed on my heart for you guys today. So we are going to be talking about being deeply rooted in Christ and the importance of him being our center and our firm foundation So if you have your Bibles with you, I encourage you to turn to Colossians 2. We're going to be sitting in uh, verses 5 to 7 this morning. And hopefully it's going to set the tone for what we are talking about today. So if you're there, I'm going to start reading. If not, you can catch up while we are going. Verse 5 says, For though I am absent from you in body, I am present with you in the Spirit, delighted to see how disciplined you are and how firm your faith is in Christ. So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in Him, rooted and built in Him, strengthened in Him as you were taught, overflowing with kindness. Let's pray before we really jump into it this morning. Father, I pray that as I share your word this morning, the word that you've placed on my heart, I pray that you will just speak through me. Give us all the ears to hear, the eyes to see, hearts open to receive what you have for us this morning. In your name, amen. All right, I am taking you back to December, 2021. I don't know what life looked like for you, but for me, uh, it was a bit crazy, a bit chaotic. I flipped my life upside down, decided to leave my position, my job where I was, pack up my life, um, move six hours and land myself here in Oakville and started a new job here at The Meeting House, which has been crazy and lovely. But for the four years that I lived in Ottawa, um, I very, very quickly learned that aside from seeing friends walking around Byward Market and the like handful of cute coffee shops and locally owned shops, the majority of my time I spent outside. I, In the summer, I like lived in a kayak. I kayaked along the Ottawa River, which was like so much fun and I miss it so much. Um, I also lived downtown Ottawa for a chunk of time, probably about a year and a half. And every day, without fail, I would walk along the Rideau Canal. And then in the winter, the super fun lacing up your skates and getting to skate on the canal with millions of people, which was also a lot of fun to do. And if you know where Ottawa is, it is like very close to Quebec. And so I spent a lot of my time in uh, Gatineau, which is just across the river, spend my time in Gatineau, um, walking the trails, seeing the beauty that was over there. And over the course of the four years that I lived in Ottawa, um, I remembered how much I love being in nature and reminded myself how back then and even still to this day, it was an amazing space for me to be able to connect with the Lord and hear what he had for me. So I love finding new places, new trails, seeing the different types of trees and plants that we have on our earth and in Canada and then in Quebec and after one of my favorite things to do was after some of the crazy storms that we got in Ottawa I would walk along those same trails and then seeing the trees and the plants and how things looked a little bit different after the storms now if you know anything about trees if you have a bit of a green thumb or you just should know this fact about school Uh, trees they need to have really big large deep root systems to be able to grow really tall and then withstand the storms and the elements that uh, come in life and they need to have deep root systems to be able to produce fruits produce the leaves produce the things that they are supposed to produce having a deep healthy root system in the ground so Think about the tallest tree that you have ever seen. I personally have never actually seen them in person, but I've seen pictures of them. I think of the trees out BC out west. like they're massively big, super, super tall. So if you think about those trees, think how many storms has that tree have seen in its lifetime? How many snowstorms and crazy things has it had to withstand in its life? Think about the root system that those trees need to have to be as big as they are and as tall as they are. But also then think about trees being planted for the first time, plants being planted for the first time. They have small little flimsy roots. And if it grows correctly, then those roots grow deep, they grow big, they grow wide, and they then create that foundation for that tree to grow tall. So plants and trees need to be planted in healthy soil And that is also true for us. We need to be planted in a healthy system so our roots can grow deep. So another question for you, what does it mean to be deeply rooted? What does it mean to be deeply rooted? Colossians 2, as I read earlier, is a great reminder of that. This passage, Paul reminds the Colossian church that their foundation and their root system is super important. And at some point in their lives, we accept Jesus into our hearts and into our lives. And that root system begins to grow. That process begins and we start to grow our roots in Christ. And then over time, through many different things, that root system begins to form and that foundation is built. It's the starting point of our roots growing deeper. And just like Paul reminded us those roots need to be established. And so I think of five things when it comes to being deeply rooted in Jesus. The first being that strong desire to know and love Jesus Christ no matter what is going on in our lives. The second, submitting to his leading, trusting his power and his timing. The third thing, finding our identity in Christ and then living that out. The fourth thing, striving to grow in our love for him daily and trying really hard to grasp how much he loves us. And then the the fifth thing is abiding in him daily. So as we mature in our faith, as we stand firm in who Christ has called us to be, we continue to establish that root system. Rooting ourselves in Jesus is having a strong faith and resilience on Jesus so that when hard times come, we aren't tossed around and we aren't uprooted, but we are able to stand firm in who we are. I think Apostle Paul is an incredible example to us as what it means to be deeply rooted in Christ. If you don't know this, Paul wrote 13 books in the New Testament, and he wrote those books over the span of his ministry. So he wrote some of these books. Um, Well, he wrote them to churches and individuals, but he, as doing it over the span of his ministry, he did it when he was on journeys, after his travels. You may not know this, he actually wrote some of those books while he was imprisoned. Second Timothy is one of those books that he wrote when he was in jail. Don't know if you knew that. But those words that Timothy wrote in chapter 3, verses 10 to 12, he says this, You, however, know all about my teachings, my way of life, my purpose, my faith, patience, love, endurance, persecution, suffering. What kinds of things happened to me in Anacot, Acadium, and Lystra, the persecution that I endured, Yet the Lord rescued me from them. In fact, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ will be persecuted. His life, Paul's life, was full of persecution, endurance, suffering, hardship, and pain. Yet, you can read it in scriptures, his life was sought after God. Everything that he did was for the Lord. He had a desire to know Christ and live an authentic life with him. He found his identity in Christ. Paul did not write these books to keep himself busy. I'm sure it definitely helped, but he wrote these books so that we, you and I and then the church back then, they could be encouraged as they walked the hard things in life when they with when they had to withstand the hardships that came. Paul's life was rooted in who Christ was and who Christ said he was and he was able to withstand the storms. So you may be thinking, Haley, this all sounds great, but like, how does this practically look in my life today? It's a great question. (laughs) And as we continue to build, and as we continue to talk, um, and for the sake of time, and the fact that all five of those things that I mentioned earlier could be a sermon on their own, we're just gonna talk about two of them today, and hopefully they will encourage you in some way, shape, or form. The first one that I really think we should talk about is abiding in him. John 15:4 says it so beautifully, abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, and neither can you unless you abide in me. Now bear with me for a second, I'm going to geek out a little bit, love a little bit of history and language and words. And so as I was preparing, I have a really big textbook. It's I got it from school, it's massive, and it's all Greek. And so I went digging and wanted to figure out what the word abide meant in Greek. And in this passage, in this passage and in this context, it means minio. And so I will give you what that means. <laughs> it means to stay in a given place, state, relation, or expectancy to abide, to continue, to dwell, to endure to be present, to remain, and to stand. And then the Hebrew word for, uh, or Hebrew, Hebrew translation for abide means to follow closely as if joined together with glue. So I read that and I think of being a kid and I'm sure we've all done it. You're like trying to glue something or super glue something and you like accidentally super glue your fingers together. Is it just me that maybe I'm the only one that's ever done that in my life? Um, But that's what I think of being so close with Christ that like act not accidentally super gluing your fingers together, but being so close, never wanting to separate as if we are glued together as we abide in him. It literally means to remain stable, fixed to stay constant in our relationship with Jesus. When we are rooted in Christ, when we abide in him, when we are present at all times and walk with him, in the journey that is life, we are able to withstand the hard times that we have all faced in various forms. And the world will not be able to uproot us because we are established and we are standing tall in the foundation that we are standing on. When we face hard things in life, we really truly realize what we are made of, what we are standing on, and who God says we are. As individuals, as a church family, as a society, we have walked through so much over the past several years. We have had to have very hard conversations. We have had so many questions go through our minds. Unfortunately, we have had leaders fail us. We've had trust be broken. But let me ask you this question. During every hard thing that you have ever faced in your life, and then every beautiful and lovely moment that has followed, Has the characteristic of God ever changed? For me personally, the answer is no. I can very clearly look back in my life and see the beautifulness of God and that he has never changed even through every hard thing that I have faced. He is the truly one and only thing that I can count on day in and day out. Now, with that being said, that has been a very, very long journey for me. Um, I have planted myself in things that are very worldly and that, you know, a storm comes, a a light breeze comes and I'm quickly uprooted and I realize, oh gosh, I need to be rooted in Christ. I've done this countless times, but I'm really thankful of God's love and God's goodness. And he has brought me back and allowed me to discover the depth of his love for me, his goodness and his kindness, to discover each day the depth of how much he cares for me. So, what are your roots in? Are they in people? Are they in comparison? Are they in your possessions? Are they in your bank account? Maybe in your social media following? Are your roots wrapped up in your job or is your identity wrapped up in your job? Digging our roots into perfectionism, comparison, what society thinks, what other people think will only leave us vulnerable. When the enemy wants us to put our complete trust in things of this world, He knows it won't last. It is um, a false sense of security. It's something that will uproot us in no time because there's nothing sustaining us long-term. There's nothing actually giving us nutrients. These roots will never sustain or grow us. So that is why we must grow our roots deep in Christ. That's why He is our firm foundation. Have you ever wondered why Christ is called things like the solid rock or the tree of life or our firm foundation? It's because he is steadfast. He is never changing. He is sure. The world is always shifting, always changing. Because of the sin in this world, people will fail us. You and I will continue to sin and will continue to fail. But it's because of God. The best news ever is he is never changing. He is always the same yesterday, today and forever. And I'm so thankful for that. As we abide in him, he abides in us. Friends, he is stuck to us like glue. He wants to be with us. He chooses us every single day. He loves us more than we can truly comprehend or imagine. And nothing we will do will ever change that. He is always, always with us. So this whole being deeply rooted thing isn't instant. I wish it was. I wish I could tell you that it was. It's not a light switch, flick, figured it out. I only have to figure out this once. It is a constant thing. It is not an overnight process. It is a daily thing that we have to be in tune with and connecting ourselves to our roots and connecting ourselves to Christ. He wants us to be rooted in something that is good, something that is true, so that when hard times come, we are able to lean on him and not lean on the world. Friends, good things take time. Good things take time. When we read our Bibles, when we spend time with Him, He will continue to show us who we are, who He says we are, and not what this world says, not what our job says we are or what our friends think, who He says we are. So let's abide in Him. Let's dive deeper. And when things get hard, are we running to people or are we running to Jesus? The second thing I want to talk about this morning is trusting Him. Trusting. Him. Have you ever heard God say to you, Do you trust me? I know I have heard that all the time. (laughs) Every day, most likely, it's a Haley, Do you trust me? It's the question that we all have. Submitting to his leading, trusting his power, trusting his timing is a big thing when it comes to having deep roots in him. For me personally, over the past six and a half years, Um, I have faced some pretty hard things that have uprooted, that I've tried to uproot my system and who God is and my reliance on him. My dependence on Jesus has been a daily thing. The beginning of each year, I spend some time with God and I'm not really good, be really honest with you, I'm not really good with goals, like long-term. You know, I'm probably like most of you, it's like, I'm gonna go to the gym more, I'm gonna drink more water, But you get like three weeks in and you're like, what was my goal? What was my like New Year's resolution? So I learned that pretty quickly about myself and I decided, you know what, I am going to start sitting with the Lord and just asking for maybe a word for the year, an intention for the year, something that I can hold on to and be really intentional with throughout the course of the year. So January 2020. Maybe a little bit traumatic for some of us. We really had no idea what we were about to walk into. But like every year of January 2020, I sat with the Lord. I was at my parents' house. I was sitting in kind of their guest room on the the couch. And I was just asking the Lord, what is it that you have for me this year? And the word he gave me, which I kind of chuckle about now, thinking about the year that we had, but the word he gave me, the word he placed on my heart was surrender. Surrender is a daily act of letting go, giving up control of what is next, having total dependence on God, even when our root system is being tested. So I think it is safe to say that 2020, 2021, 2022, and even 2023 have been some challenging years for us. As a church family, we've faced a lot. Maybe your family, you individually, you have faced a lot over the past couple years. We have sat in complete shock looking at global events that have happened around the world, things happening in our local community. Things have been rocky. Things have been unsure over the past several years. And that's not even thinking about the things that we deal with on a daily basis. Raising kids, going to school, working, um, staying connected with friends and family, battling sickness, battling death, all of the things in life that we have had to deal with. Try to figure it out. These past several years have been hard, and that's not even including the things that we brought in to 2020 of 2019 and the years previous. But having deep roots, having that deep daily surrendering act in Christ, it's a daily position of putting our hands out there and saying, Lord, what do you have for me? What do I have to give over so that I can grow deeper with you trusting on you, relying on you. Even if the world is shifting around me, I can stand firm in who you are. So think about that tree that we talked about at the very beginning. It did not sprout roots overnight. It did not, you know, become that size and that like massive. It's like you need like nine people to get around this tree. It didn't happen overnight. It took time to establish where it was. And that's actually a really beautiful thing about this. Every day is an opportunity to grow deeper in your love and trust with the Savior. It's a daily act of surrender, daily dependence on your firm foundation in Christ. As I was getting ready for this message, I was talking to a local pastor here in Oakville, and I was just kind of sharing with him what was on my heart today. And he said these words, and I'm going to quote him right now. I'm not going to tell you who it is, but I'm going to quote him. He said, Well, manure makes the best fertilizer. We laughed. We had a great chuckle about it and then very quickly continued talking about other things that we had to discuss in that um, meeting or in that time that we were together. But I couldn't stop thinking about those words. It sounds funny, and I'm not going to give you a history lesson or a science lesson, lesson, I should say, about why farmers use manure. But it's true. Farmers use manure to fertilize their crops to help them grow. And you know what, friends, I believe that God uses hard situations in our lives to help us grow, to teach us, and really to give him the glory at the end of the day. Teach us of his goodness, his graciousness, his kindness. And whether you want to believe it or not, we grow in good times, but we also grow in hard times. When we are planted in good soil, when we have roots established in Christ, friends, a little manure will not hurt us. It will help us grow on our dependence in Christ. So don't be discouraged when the process uh, becomes hard, when it becomes treacherous, when it becomes trying. These are moments that produce the most valuable fruit, the most loyal dependence on Christ. And you know what? Your feelings are so valid. They are valid, whatever you are walking through, and they are completely true. But understanding that running to numb those feelings, masking those feelings is not healthy. We need to instead run to Christ, run to our God, our center, our firm foundation, letting these moments help us grow us and not destroy us. So every day we have the opportunity to be fully dependent and strive on the divine relationship and dependence on our creator. We are never, ever, 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 ever going to be perfect. But we are sure, we are loved, and we can stand knowing that our roots are growing deeper no matter what life throws at us. And we can stand firm in who Christ has called us to be. We can be unshakable when hard things happen. We can know the truth is grounding us, not the world. The truth of who God is and who he says we are. So when we are confronted with a dozen different things, a dozen different opinions, Um, and different situations. Friends, I pray that you trust your root system and know that it is in the great I am that you are standing and that you are able to face every single day that you have in front of you. Let's pray this morning. Father, we just want to thank you for who you are and who you say we are. Thank you that with the world going around us, with shifting things happening around us, we can stand firm in who you are, who you say we are, We thank you for your love. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your kindness. Whatever we have going on in our world right now, Father, I pray that we will surrender to you and you alone, that we will run to you in good times and in hard times, knowing that you have our back, you have our feet, you know where we are, you are standing in front of us, behind us, and beside us. So, Father, be with us this morning. We love you. We pray all of these things in your amazing name. Amen. Have a good morning, church.